Hey, hey, hey. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the Power Through Podcast with Coach Keith. It's our ham. What's happening, everyone? Hey, hey, hey. Look like we're going down. I'm kind of excited for tomorrow anyway. I can't wait to get to Sacramento and get out that starting line. But anyway, I'll let you go on. Sa- what, what do you got going on? In Sacramento? Sacramento. Oh, What's man, that? it's super. I mean, it's super. <laughs> I just can't get over it, you know? It's a Spartan race. First one back after, what, two years now? Come Shit, on. I was wondering about it. I wasn't sure. I knew it was over a year and a half, but has it been two years? 2019. We didn't do it in 2020. We're in 21. What what was the last one? It was we were supposed to be we were at supposed s- to be in slow in slow, which was would have been in March My, March fifteenth. Yeah, it would have March fifteenth. It was the anniversary twenty twenty. Yeah, it was my anniversary date. March yeah. twenty twenty. We didn't go to that one. So the one before that, San Jose, which was in Patterson two thousand nineteen, or was that in twenty twenty? I think it might have been like January, February twenty twenty, because we had a few weeks and then they bumped out that. It was right before the, 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 the news started hitting with the coronavirus. We had that last one. So it could oh. have been, I want to say late January, early February. I have no recollection. Okay. So it's almost two years then. Yeah, almost. Well, it's actually two years pretty much for me for getting back in. So, yeah, that was my first race with SACTO. Oh, it was? Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mustard snot bubbles. Oh, yeah. I love that time. Oh, good times. Yeah. How do you think you're going to be for this uh, time two years later compared to the last time? Not as apprehensive or anxiety. Not as apprehensive or uh, I guess anxiety was a part of it. Well, you know, I I was facing a lot of different things that I had to overcome to do that. But uh, this time a little more relaxed going into it. Mm -hmm. Got some practice in at an OCR and basics. And then I've done a couple things during the mornings when I can. You know, and uh, I feel pretty good. Just, you know what? If I'm going to break down each obstacle and accomplish each portion I do. And then, you know, the ones I don't, I can make it up with burpees. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. You know, watching the videos on YouTube with the elites and pros failing a, a, an obstacle and doing burpees just put me at ease, right? Burpees. Hell, we're doing them as a team. So you may not be doing the full 30. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll be in the back with the obstacle boost with, uh, with my regular crew and the, some of the well, new ones. Well, I'm hoping we go through Together. this time as a team and just, yeah. you know, go just go through for the fun of it and the adventure of it. Like, we're, we're not in competitive. So, if, if you're not in competitive, like, who really cares about, like, the time? Like, if you really care about your time and, like, oh, I want to really see how good I could do... Then go age group, go mm-hmm. go competitive, track your time in age group where you don't get any help. But if you are with a team, go through with your team, help your team through. It's not just about the captain of the team getting everyone through. You're on a team yep. and it, it, a team is not I, it's not the captain. The team is us as a team. We help each other get through. You know, sometimes I need somebody to give me that push. I've, I'm the captain, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to cramp. It doesn't mean that, like, my kryptonite is cold. I hate the fucking cold. <laughs> you know, I, I hate it. I love to go, you know, sledding. I love the snow, but I'm, I'm in the right gear for, for, 
for, for snow activities and I stay warm. I know how to stay warm. But if, I, if I'm in a race, it's a different thing. It's, it's, it's I'm getting challenged with like, you know, now you have to get in the water. Oh, great. And now I get to get out of the water and I'm standing in 20 degree weather with wind. This, this sucks. I don't like this. It's not fun. Great. It challenged me. I could get through it. Yeah, I know I could get through it. Do I want to do it again? No, I, I don't care. I don't have an ego thing that it's like, I could keep doing this over and over because I'm a hard ass. No, I, that's, not, that's not how I prove anything to myself. I could get through it. If I get through it once, I don't need a thing to go, I got to do it again. I got to prove to somebody that I could do it again. I, I don't need to prove it to anybody. I'm going to go do these races because I enjoy them and I have fun with them. If the fun starts going away, I, th it's like, I'm, that's not what I'm there for. I'm, I'm not there. I'm not a professional racer. I'm not there to see how fast I could get through the course. I'm there with a team to go do something fun and adventurous together. Yeah, there's going to be some things that are going to challenge us, but that, that's what we get through it together as a team. And I've, and I've had that, like I, the, that long route I just went over brought me back to where you, th this last, that last race in Tahoe, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to be the tough ass. I'm going to go and do all these water obstacles. I tried to do it properly, taking off my clothes, hopping into the water, doing the obstacle, hopping out, try to get my, my, my dry clothes back on. And I couldn't do it fast enough because of the wind and the cold and everything. It just hit my bones so fast. And it just, it just got me into that lockup stage. And now I'm just like shivering. And, and luckily stage. somebody had a, uh, emergency blanket to give to me. I put that on. It took a mile or so. Uh, but now when you're cramped up and you're that cold and you try to go do something explosive, it immediately cramps, cramps up. My calves are cramping now. And uh, like, why? Why am I doing this? This is, this is stupid. Uh, this is not something I'm enjoying. Um, I'm not trying to go, to, to, I'm not trying to go cramp up and see how fast I could recover from cramping up. It's like, yeah. it's just not, like why? I, I mean, some, maybe for some people that's just their thing. They, they, they want to. Some people are masochistic that way, yeah. you know? I mean, hey. <laughs> I've been known to do things repetitively, expecting a different outcome. Um, you know, not that I've been certified as insane or anything. You know, I do have some nice little plaque on my wall that says he's crazy like a motherfucker. But hey, you know, you know, there's a time like you know I've been hearing little rumblings in the group. You got to sarge it up, right? There's a time to sarge it up, right? Or cowboy up, or soldier up. And there's a time when you soldier up and cowboy up and you look at that obstacle and you look at those things and you're like, okay, do I need to really prove this again? I've done it before. I can do it again. Is this going to be, you know, at that point, are, am I going to win that million dollar prize at the end of the race? Mm -hmm. Cause I, I don't remember signing up and signing, signing a waiver for <laughs> yeah. that million dollar prize. Right. Hey. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. The prize isn't big enough. You know, you know? I mean, it's a pretty medal, a nice shirt, you know, you yeah, get a but beer the medal at the you end. get regardless. Exactly. Whether you, whether you, <laughs> ah, you can get it, whether you complete every obstacle with or without burpees, or if you just bypass an obstacle. Yeah. And I'm going to tap on that integrity uh, we brought yeah, up last that's week. What, that's the word that popped into my head was oh, integrity. Yeah. That's some bullshit there, you know. 
I've seen it a couple of times, you know, I'll go do my burpees and then wait for the team while they're doing an obstacle if I need to. I'll do it. It's that simple. I'll attempt it. You guys saw me freak out on the rope and a few things. Yeah, I said I was scared, so I went and did my burpees. Now I'm going to do it. If I fail, I'll slide right back down and I'll go do my burpees. Like I said, we got to break it down. Just don't bypass it. Don't be one of those bullshitters that sit there and say, I'm a Spartan one. Aru, aru, aru. And I only did three out of the 20, 30 obstacles and yeah. I bypassed the burpees and had a nice hike. Yeah, Hell because no. it's not about like, oh, did I get caught by the, by the volunteer yeah. who's trying to catch people if they do their burpees or not. You know what? They don't really care about the people who are doing the open category. They're only really keeping a close eye on the people in competitive because there's actual money on the line for that they could win. Sponsorships. Yeah, yeah. So it's like for those people, you know, they're doing that. For you, for the people who are doing it in open, it comes down to integrity and your own ethics. And, you know... Like, my my ethics are pretty damn high. Uh, but ethics are only something that you could enforce on yourself, because, you know, it's not it's not justice. It's it's ethics is something that you need to enforce on yourself. If you're not ethical, then you could go through half-ass the shit, not not do the the burpees, grab your grab your, uh, you know, your, your medal at the end and, oh, look, I completed a Spartan. No, you didn't. You know you didn't. And deep down, you're not going to feel good about it. I've done that. I've done that before. And it felt like shit. And it mm -hmm. was because of that, that damn Tahoe race. Mm -hmm. The first time I did it, it broke me down. I remember. And, and I, the only reason I finished... Well, the only reason I made it to the finish line was because of Chrissy basically saying, no, let's keep, come on, let's keep going. And she was hurt. Her knee was hurt. And it was like, no, let's keep going. We're not going to give up. Well, we didn't give up. We, we finished, but we didn't complete the race. We didn't do all of our burpees. We didn't do all of the obstacles at the end. We were so cold and miserable. It was like, let's, let's just get back. We're not going to take the tram down. Like one of our one of our teammates did. Uh, yeah, the loudest one of them all. Well, just and, like the and, river. And that's fine, but he still yeah. he had to take it down for you yeah. know. That's the route he took. He wasn't going to try to. He wasn't going to try to finish. Say he finished it when he knew he wasn't going to be able to finish and that, it and, and, that, and do that, it properly. And that was the integrity part of it. Yeah. You know, even though he was the loudest of them all, he did admit it. And and that's you know for somebody who is is you know, has their pride, it, that's, a, that's a tough pill to swallow, like that you're having to quit something because yeah. if you have pride, you don't quit. And it's got to be pretty damn bad when you have to actually quit. And I was ready to quit. I was ready to take the easy way out. Um, but Chrissy held me to it and, and we finished. But I didn't do all the obstacles at the end. I didn't do the burpees. I was so pissed off about the situation that I was like, just get me to the bottom of this hill. I'm done. This is stupid. This sucks. And I got my medal. And it, it was like, that didn't, it didn't feel good. It wasn't, it wasn't a medal I earned. That's not what Spartan Race is about. Go do a, go do a, go do a, a rugged, 
Go do it. Go do a fun run. Go do a mud run in, in, in where there's no penalties and it's just about getting through the course. Hell, the bubble run. That's even fun. You can pop bubbles and run. Yeah, that's not what a Spartan race is. Chocolate okay? run. You get hot chocolate at that one. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. yeah. I mean, don't even do the Spartan race if you're not ready for it. Like, you do it when you're ready for that next challenge. You don't do it as a beginner race. It's not a beginner race. And, and don't be fooled by these people who do these races all the time. They do them all the time. They train for them all the time. And they specifically train. Yeah, so don't compare yourself to them. For them, it is easy because they've done it so many times and they've trained so much for it. So don't compare yourself to them. Do, do you, do the level you're at. And when you want that challenge and you're like, okay, I'm gonna test myself on this Spartan. Test yourself on it. Do it properly. Do your penalty burpees if you fail an obstacle or you skip an obstacle or, or if you try, at least try and then do your penalties and move on. If you do all of your penalty burpees um, or the obstacles and you get to the finish line, you collect your medal and that's going to, that's going to give you pride. Don't fool yourself. That, that medal does not count. And I'm sorry. If this hurts your feelings. I'm Are you really sorry? I'm not sorry about it. Uh, well. That's am, an integrity am, thing. Am I sorry? Well, here's here's the debate. When, right. I've, when I've said this before. It's like, well, you have people who are trying. And mm -hmm. and at, at least for them, they, com they completed the course. But Did they? Then the debate is, well, you didn't complete the course. You made it through you made it the point A to point, point B. Point A to point B, but you didn't do the things in the course that were required to complete the course. So don't, it's like, oh, but, but it's like, oh, but you're going to discourage them from wanting to do it again or oh, to do it more. Shit. That's you that's need a the participation. That's you want a participation trophy? Let's go to under 12 soccer and go give everybody a participation trophy. You can tap that ball and dance around on all the bullshit you want. You can say, I did from point A to point C. Yeah, but you bypassed point B and you didn't do what you're supposed to do. That's not completion. Yeah. That's just bullshit. And, I got a shovel for that. I got my, I got my point A to point B uh, medal for a Tahoe. <clears throat> did it make me feel good? No. Do you have that one in the back of the drawer? I don't. I, you don't I, even display it. I don't it. even know. Yeah, see? That's not a valuable piece for it's, you. It's just, a, it's just a piece of bling. It's not. It's nothing. What it did was it left me with, it left me with, with guilt. It left me with shame. It left me with like, why, why did I even accept this? I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it. Yeah, I made it from point A to point B, which was a difficult thing to do. Challenge unto itself. But it didn't mean that I got, I, I completed it. It just means that I did something that was really challenging and great that I kept going through and I pushed myself through something that was really difficult and that I had someone there to support me and push me through. That was, that, that's something I could take and go, I did that. That was a hard time and I pushed myself through to get there. That was difficult, but it doesn't mean that I get the, I, that, that I'm happy with the, tr with the medal. It doesn't mean that now I'm like, oh yeah, I deserve the medal. No, because that's not what the course was. I wasn't properly trained. I wasn't properly prepared. So it's like, now that I got that, it's like, 
you know, I'm, I'm like, I need redemption. And, yeah. and in the next year, no, actually it was two years later because I was like, I'm never going to do that stupid course again. This is stupid. Oh, you got um, that redemption race done. I oh. did it two years later. I did the redemption race by myself uh, in, in competitive or age group or whatever. I went and did it by myself. I ended up lucking out that it ended up being nice weather. I didn't have the freezing weather. Mm -hmm. And I got through without failing any obstacle. Uh, I did everything. And, and I was great. But it was because I because the weather ended up being decent. Like, I wasn't freezing. It, it would have been completely different. The weather completely changes everything. And I learned that, like, I've always got to be prepared if I'm doing a race on a mountain for any weather type. Because you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, I did it. And then that one felt good. It's like, I deserved that medal. I, I got it. Um, but, like... Just because I got that last one just for completing it didn't make me feel good. Didn't make me go, oh, well, now I'm not going to give up. Now I'm going to keep going. Like. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, like on the opposite side of things, you know, I still have my 2019 super medal from Sacramento. Right. My first race back. That one's just played first. Right. That's my reward for my cookie jar. I went through all the obstacles, froze on a few and did the burpees. Got through it. I display that one nicely. I like that one because that was my redemption for me, right? I, I didn't, I did a rugged maniac a few years back. This was my redemption. This was my confidence builder, right? And it wasn't because I'm trying to make up a race. I was just trying to make up lost time where I was not hustling, where I was not driving towards a specific goal or thing and just stuck in the mindset of just an accomplishment thinking I'm accomplished all the things in the past but I wanted to try something different right it took a lot of encouraging and I mentioned early on season one you know I got called out by high T I just mentioned to her the other day in the hallway passing her and I said hey you called me out with a free veterans code thank you I thank you again and I thank the team right they put up with the snot bubbles and the mustard on my face and rubbing out a cramp in my calf or my, my hammy, you know, they saw me freeze. But yet, that team, everybody's got a quality. And we're going back. I'm going to circle right back to that team, right? Not everybody. It's not all of that about the captain. Everybody's got a specific role. Just kind of like a squad in the military. You got your medic. You got your RTO, your radio guy. You got your heavy machine gunner. You got your light machine gunner. You know, or your, your, I'm sorry, your small arms, your rifleman. And everyone's got a specific job, right? And different qualities. And they all seem to work together to get you through to that next obstacle. And it's just a fast-moving, hustling thing. And people will get you up. We just went over how to get over the wall, stepping on the knee. Don't lean over and let them walk on your back. Different techniques, right? Some people have strong legs. You just pop them over. And then when that, that, when that strong man needs to get over, someone will come back and offer their leg to help that person over. It's just the way it goes, right? And it doesn't matter if you think you're weak. Your mind has the qualities that our bodies and your body can do. And it's just finding out, looking at that obstacle, finding out what angle to take it, how to break it down. And sometimes it's just the new person sitting there, why don't we try this? And it works. So yeah, everybody's got a vital role when we're on that road to the finish line.
Yeah, so heading back out there tomorrow. Yep. Shit, that race is tomorrow. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, for me, it's a, it's, it's a super, it's six miles. It's, these are the ones where like they're, they're a bit challenging, but it's more just fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but obstacles are natural to me and in the terrain. Yeah. The terrain sucks as far as, because it's ranch style and it's just, you know, just waiting to get your ankle twisted. Um, but it's not super hilly. Which is kind of nice and flat. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I think, I think the big hills are just so overrated. It's just like, I don't know. I'm just not there for the hills. It's just not a like. It just for me, it just takes the fun out of it. It's like. Well, I don't know. We have to go back to San Jose. That first hill coming up, <laughs> right around the bend. Bear crawling up that hill, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and here, my wide load going up. You know, just a big old diesel truck, dump truck, wah, crawling up that hill like a big old hungry grizzly bear. And I got all these little cougars and bike bobcats passing me up. Move out the way, move out the way. And me, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to keep my pace and I'm going to keep moving. Halfway up that steep incline, all those little bobcats and cougars that were passing me up and the little bunnies hopping past me <laughs> are sitting there sucking wind and wanting to slide their asses back down from where they came. So yeah, slow and steady, just like the turtle. Not slothy. That's hard work, grinding up those hills. And yeah, you know what? To me, that was the biggest challenge, watching all these little assholes pass me up and move out the way, wide load. It was I've heard one, right? And I'm like, okay, little motherfucker, oh, I'm gonna God. get you, right? And there's that little motherfucker I passed up and I just kind of smirked and just kept on going, didn't say a word, right? That was my little reward. That was my yeah. motivation, right? Wide load, let me show you what this dumb truck can do. <laughs> <laughs> Low gear and uphill. Um, but you know, as as you know, to go off of that. Um, Ooh, sorry, you know, I'm off. We've got to touch you, that screen and get healed. When you're at a Spartan race, you're not really going to come across that kind of stuff very, very often. It was just I, a rare occasion, but I've, that was a motivator. Yeah, I've really never heard any negative talk like that um, on a Spartan race. It's it's all pretty much. You you'll find that most people who are out there are. Who are in the open it, Very it's like yeah everybody's there as a team to get through together and help each other out yep and if you have someone who's in open who's really going for time and competitive they're the ones who are probably going to make that kind of an ass type type remark because it's like dude what are you doing yeah you're talking shit about trying to get around someone and you're in open if you really want to go fast then go in the age group. Nobody's yeah. going to be in your way. Run, run with the big dogs if you want to do that. But don't be putting people down who are, <laughs> you know, going through this right now, jackass. Oh uh, yeah, but you know what though? That's just a motivational piece for me. You know, that doesn't just well, kept me I driving. Know but most of your people will stop. That would be something. But for some people, that that would be a stop. That would like, be a very embarrassing and degrading like, and everything else, right? For me, like, you know, I take a shit sandwich and make it peanut butter. Yeah. You know, and that's just the way it is for yeah. me. But a lot of people got to get through it. And that's why we go on a team. And you'll find out about 99% of these people in the open, we help other teams. Mm -hmm. We help people sitting on the sideline, on the trail, resting, giving them a mustard packet or a salt tab or something to keep going on. Even a word of encouragement. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like you would be surprised what you find out there in the open with people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, when we were going through, I can't remember the last race we did, but when we were going through, I was going through the slip ball and I had some guy holding my ass while I was going through. Come on, 
Now you're going to do the next two. Boom, boom. And I was able to go back and help my team. Right? That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I didn't even know these guys, and they took off. They were bubbas like me, Brothers United by the Big Body Association, helping each other. And that's what it's all about. Teamwork. Everybody got those qualities. I keep going back to that. Everybody got a special job in the team. Mm-hmm. So earlier we were talking about responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about, you know, we, we, we didn't even cover yet what our word of the day was. Uh, but our word of the day is hustle. And we were talking about the opposite of hustle being, well, we, we brought it, we, we, it, it, it evolved into slothy. Right? Slothy, which was the opposite. A slothy is the opposite of hustle. And uh, what does hustle mean? Well, I'll give you the opposite. You can figure that one because <laughs> that's what I have. Uh, it's basically, the opposite of hustle is the slothy, slow down, decelerate, stop, discourage, right? Procrastinate. And now we're just going to go right into the define. Ah, come on. Definition. And here it comes. To move hurriedly or unceremoniously in a specified direction. <laughs> that's funny. Unceremoniously. <laughs> hey, man, that's just like savage. That's just almost like a savage thing. Just yeah. unleashed wild frenzy direction. Just go for it. <laughs> right? To obtain by forceful action or persuasion. Right? That's a hustle. You know, and then busy movement and activity, the hustle and bustle of the big cities, you know, and then we get into the fraud and swindle part. But, you know, like I said, I'll have everybody's wallets in my hands. It's funny how that, you know, how there's a negative version of hustle. Um, But it's funny. It's a celebratory. uh, Unceremoniously. Unceremoniously movement. That sounds kind of like peacocking. Oh, yeah. You're peacocking. You know, what? Yeah. Look at me. Follow Sarge. He don't know where he's going, but he's going somewhere. But damn, he looks good. Damn. He looked like a Mexican general in those in those army blues. You know? Oh, my God. You know, he looked good. Look at that bling bling. Yeah, look at his ring and those watch. Hey, man, he got some custom shoes just like Coach Keith here. You know, I love those socks. Would you get those? Yeah. Follow that guy. He looks good. Hey, man, look at those flashy red pants. Yeah, you know? Uh, he must know what he's doing. <laughs> hey. Meanwhile, I'm Googling shit, trying to figure out where the hell I am half the time. You know? But, you know, it's going back to that responsibility. You know, you got to be responsible for yourself. Yeah. We, we were talking about uh, earlier, yeah, being responsible for yourself. It's, it's your responsibility to be ethical and have integrity. And, um, you know, it's, it's all up to you, you know? And so... You know, you gotta, you gotta get out of the blaming others, you know, and um, just not taking responsibility for yourself. You know, that goes hand in hand, responsibility, accountability. They end with the same you know, last two word, letters, you know, T-Y, of accountability, accountability, right? Responsibility. And those things are, are, are important. You know, you gotta be responsible. And being responsible is being aware, aware of your capabilities what you will do and what you won't do. It's not whether you can or can't. Are you willing to try it? Or are you not gonna try it, right? Just try it, try it once. If you like it, you'll do it again. If not, been there, done that. You know, it was like when the coaches chat the other day, you know, hey, we're gonna have camo day. Let's put on the face paints. I'm all, been there, done that. It's gonna take me three days to get that face paint off if we use the real grease paint, right? (laughs) Uh, so, you know, and I get that. 
So there are some things I will do just for the fun of it, for shits and giggles. And other times, you know, I go, oh, no, man, I got deposition that day. I got to go clean up my face. Can't go in there with a green warrior face on, you know? Yeah, I'm here. I'm your interrogator. Gulag. I'm going to sit there and kick your ass and get the truth out of you. No. You know, there are certain things you got to be. That's part of being responsible. Ah. Right? And that's important. Being knowing, knowing what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And you know what? Even if you're out of your comfort zone, try it. Just try it once. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to, to go back to hustle and slothy, um, that's, it, it's, it's up to you, you know? It, it's, you're, you're the only one who's going to be pushing yourself to that level. And um, talked about earlier, like the um, like the people that are inspiring you, the people that you're seeing making these sort of transformations, uh, the people that are like um, taking things to the next level. It's like they're they're hustling, they're putting in that hustle. They're not going to do that if they're if they're slothy. All right, uh, slothy is like I don't really want to put the effort in. You know, yeah. I don't really want to be here. Uh, remember, nobody's making you do this. I don't know. Maybe God's making you do this. Maybe God's making you do this to go, hey, if you don't take care of yourself, if you, if you don't if you don't do this, if you don't stay active, you're just going to get bigger and bigger and uh, weaker and weaker until you die. Yeah, and, and then you're going to complain about the aches and pains, the diabetes, the heart palpitations, my knee, my shoulder, my elbow, my pinky, mm -hmm. my earlobe. Any the, little pain that comes up is, becomes an excuse and allows you not to be responsible for you, your body, and your mind. The longer and the more you keep it being slothy, the, the, the worse it's going to get. The more you procrastinate, the longer it takes. But if you could hustle and you could get past those excuses... And you mm. could focus on the hustle, just the action and the movement. Focus on the hustle. Let that be your driver. And, and not that, oh God, I gotta be, why do I gotta be here? Why do I gotta do this? It's like, what do you wanna do? You just wanna be slothy? You just wanna be lazy? You don't want to move your body? I well, need motivation. You're not here with me, Sarge, to work out with me. Fine. I'm here three, I'm here five days a week, five in the morning to eight in the morning. I'm here for motivational purposes, coaching. But you but, know what? When you say that, you gave your power away. Oh, no, no, no. No, the, the oh, person. Oh, the person, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The person gave their power away. I don't have power. Unless you're here. That's what they're saying. So, you know, let's just take it one step further. You know, and I brought it up in a, in a little teaser video, you know. What is the derivative of action? Motion or motivation. You got to take action and active thought to move your finger. Active thought to get up off your ass and move your feet. Then the motivation comes because you're actually moving. And then the blood starts to go through. You're getting oxygen to your organs. Your brain's resetting. And all of a sudden, if 
Five steps later, shit, I can do five more. I feel good. Next thing you know, you're around the block. It's kind of like running. It's painful to get moving. It's painful to take that action. But once you get moving and everything starts flowing, even if it's popping and cracking, that motivation kicks in. I feel pretty damn good. I feel sore from yesterday, but you know what? It's a good kind of sore because I worked for that soreness. You know, and it's kind of a twisted way to think of things like that. But we're sore every day. Every day, you know, and twice on Sunday. <laughs> you know? But, you know, that soreness, <laughs> that soreness, it's not an injury. It, it's not a pain. Let's not confuse pain. It's a warm, fuzzy with, feeling. With soreness. Yeah. Okay? Pain is an, is an injury. You know, like soreness... It's like, oh my god, I can't even sit down on the toilet. That hurts so much. You know what? You I know what's laugh. worse is when you. I, I laugh about that. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Going downstairs after a good leg day, like, or oh trying to stand god, up from I the toilet when you haven't walk. done squats. You can't get up, man. It's just like, oh my god, my butt cheeks are gonna fall off. Well, I think people <laughs> want to avoid that sensation, avoid that pain. Oh, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's like it goes away. It's like. It's not, it's not a pain. It's not like, oh my God, that hurting so bad. It's just like, no, it's hurting for a bit while I do that movement. And then it kind of goes away. It's just, but like, it's, it's just, it's, it's like rust on the system, right? A little bit of lactic acid. Once you get that flowing out, you're just like, hey, I feel good. Yeah. But you know, with that procrastination and that sloppiness, you know, it's like, you know, recently you've been hearing like, um, certain things like, um, Oh, I saw so-and-so and they like, oh my God, I can't believe how good they look. Like, wow, I want to get that way. Like, I, I want it. I want those kind of results. Cool. Let's, let's get you started. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, um, but this is going on. Oh, but you know, oh, I can't afford it. I ain't got oh, time to prep my meals. What I'm do you mean? I'm dealing with this family situation. Um, it's like. The, these excuses just keep piling on and on. So how are you going to get past that? Like, and, and I always try to think of like the right words to help people get past that. Cause that's all I'm there for to do is to consult you, to help you make a better, make a better choice. Cause you don't want to make the good choice. You don't want to make the choice that you, that we both know you need to make. And I'm there to help consult you through this debate and these justifications and these excuses and it's like it's always trying to figure out what are they going to be the magic words to help to help somebody get get past that you know and it's just some people get stuck you know and then they'll sit there well you know i i just i'm not going to work out anymore because you know the coaching you gave me in this big setting with all these people you know you just stay there for about 30 seconds tell me how to do it and then you move on you don't stay with me you know and, is that a good excuse? You know, we're in a big group. I got 30 people in my class. I, if I spent the whole time with one person to make sure they were doing everything correctly, safely, you know, I will show you the basics. I will show you how to do it. And then from there, you're gonna have to develop. Nobody coming. It's you. You know the basic movements. You're gonna track your knee over your ankle when you're doing lunges. When you're doing dips, your elbow over your wrists. When you're doing bench press, you're going to do certain yeah, handles. We're going to show you how to do those things. But that comes down to like the wrong type of service. That person, uh -huh. that's the wrong service. They, they need extra attention. They need personal training. They need someone who could hold their hand the whole time. Tell me more. And that's, that's what that is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like what my my job is to help consult people to get the right type of service that they need. Yeah. Some people don't want to pay for the type of service that they that they need. They want to go the least expensive route, but they want the most expensive service, and it just doesn't work that way. So it's like for one, if you need that kind of service, then just pay for it because it's it's the investment that you need to make on yourself. Yep. If you're not ready for um, a little less handholding, you know, where if you could just jump in and join a large group um, fitness session, you you're 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 probably not a beginner, you know. Yes. And and if you are a beginner and you don't duplicate things very quickly, then we you, come around. You need to spend time with a personal trainer mm-hmm. and really work on your form. So that you can join these big group sessions and have the, you know, the big group sessions are fun. It's a lot of energy. That's why I personally like doing, you know, big group sessions, coaching them. Oh, I don't yeah. like doing personal training because it's boring for me. Um, I like the energy of big group sessions, but some people are just not ready for that. They need more time. They need more attention to get their form fixed. And that's totally fine. But just invest in yourself to get that training so you could do it properly but I don't even think that's the problem a lot of times with people who fall, fall into this thing of like stuck and then always waiting for the right circumstance to get started. Yep. You know, it's not even about correct form. It's not even about, um, you know, your level of fitness, you know, because it, it, there's, no, there's no expectation for you to be at a level of fitness to get started. You might be doing things slower. You might be doing a lot of modifications. Uh, and and it, it, that's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect anybody else in the class. What it will do is it'll inspire some people and go, damn, look, that person's struggling. And I could tell they're out of shape, but they're here. And, and they're pushing themselves right now to better themselves. And that's inspiring to a lot of people. It's not going to mess up anybody else's workout if you have an advanced um you know athlete in there working out they don't care what you're doing they they don't they don't care what level of fitness you're at they're focused on them they're focused on how i'm trying to better myself right now they could have been in your shoes a few years ago you don't know but it doesn't matter because they're focused on themselves and bettering themselves and maybe that will inspire you cool but back to it Stop waiting for the right circumstance to get started. Stop, or I don't even want to say stop because that's all you're doing is stopping. (laughs) Evolve. Evolve your thought process. Be courageous. Personal courage, right? We brought up that on leadership, when the Army Corps values, when we're talking about values last week, when we're talking integrity, right? Personal courage, right? And 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 fear is what drives that personal courage, right? It's just like, I know I gotta get it done. And I'm gonna define meek for you. Meek is not weak. I'm gonna just go pull up that definition. Meek is when you put your head down and go through what you need to go through. Not around, not over, not under. Really, that's what meek means? Quiet, gently, right? This is what they say, the adjective. Let me find. When used in a positive way, meek describes someone who shows patient restraint. When used negatively, it means overly submissive, right? P- 
patient restraint. The meek will use that patient restraint of their fear, their anger, and control themselves as best they can to get through that adverse situation or that challenging situation, to reach through it and come out on the other side. Don't know how they're going to do it, but they know they have a certain path to go through. And it's written in the historical text, too. You know, the meek shall inherit the earth. You just don't wake up one day and you inherit the earth. No, you got to go through some shit to get to the other side so you can inherit the beauty of the earth or that reward. So that meek is like a horse, a war horse. Quiet restraint, blinders on, head down, plowing forward, step by step. Maybe you slide back a couple bit, but you keep going forward through that obstacle or challenging time. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, so a lot of people define weak and meek. You're quiet about it. That horse isn't screaming. It's yeah. the person on the riding that horse that will be screaming like Sarge does in the morning. Well, I, I think with like what I could pull out of that uh -huh. is, is the point of uh, the, continuous, the continuous part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, because that's, that's what's happening is there's this, like, there's this idea of like where fitness sometimes becomes this thing of like, or even nutrition. Like, <clears throat> okay, so if I do this thing for six months, then I'm all good. Okay, well let me wait let me wait until January 15th and then I'm going to start it. And then I'm going to do it for 6 months and then I'll be all good. Or or <coughs> oh hey, oh you recommend taking these supplements? You re recommend following this nutrition plan? Okay, so I just need to do this for 1 month. All I want to do is lose 20 pounds, but I'm not ready yet. I'm too busy. But so that's the misconception here. It's it's not a quick fix. It's not let me take this pill. Let me go to the doctor to um, to, fix, to fix my arm and then it's healed. And then cool, I could go back to doing whatever. That, that's not how it is. Mm -mm. This is a continuous thing. So you don't wait two months to get started. You start now. Don't wait. Just start now. Get moving Keep moving forward and you have to continue. It doesn't stop. And for, you know, all my people who are taking the same supplements that me and Sarge take, mm -hmm. you don't stop. It, it, it's not like, oh, so I take vitamins for a month or two and cool. And then I'm good. I fixed my health and I'm all good now. No, that's not what it is. It's something that you just keep taking because you have a deficiency in the food that you're eating. So it's giving you the nutri nutrients that you need. You don't stop taking them. You keep taking them forever. I know that sounds crazy, but you exercise and you eat proper nutrition forever, not for X amount of time. Maybe you wanna try to get your weight down to a certain level in X amount of time, but the regimen doesn't stop. It stays, you still keep eating nutritious, you still keep exercising to maintain that physique, to maintain that level of energy, to stay less accident prone, you know, to have longevity. It's continuous. It's never ending. You know, it's kind of like a couple movies, a never ending story, right? 
and the song that never ends. So, you know, it just, it's perpetual. And you just gotta keep going with it, right? Yeah, you may, you may fall off, but then you know what to do to correct you, right? So that's where that quiet restraint comes in, right? That meekness, you fall off. Now you gotta restrain yourself quietly because the people who are working hard are not gonna be like that loud, obnoxious person, just like, rah, 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 peacocking, right? They're gonna be like that river that looks quiet. But once you step in that river and that current's flowing, you feel their work, right? It's just gonna wash you downstream. It's deep. And that's that perpetual motion. And that's what that quiet restraint is, is controlling those things, those bad habits, those things that will distract you. Procrastination, deliberation, avoiding responsibility and accountability, placing blame on something else because you or me decides, ah, you know what, it's a little difficult. I'm just going to say, you know what, barometric pressure's off and I lost a hair follicle yesterday, so I, I can't do it till, you know, June 30th of 30-30, right? We got another thousand years, so yeah, fine. You'll be dead and gone. Nobody will care, right? Only you and God will know. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it, man. I mean, I'm wiped out from yeah. this one. I mean, I got some words, but they'll be all in French, and I think I might offend the, the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> You know, we just keep going on and on, but we spit some gold today, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. There's a good spot to end off. Oh, yeah, you know, and then we'll hear that hush. Teacher, Have a nice weekend. Have a great weekend. See you See on you the starting time. line. <laughs>